Welcome back to the 4th and Go podcast. I am your host, Janae Lazenby. I'm Zach Yanes. I'm Jackson DeLulo. And I am Brandon Mraz. And let's get right to it. Yes, sir. Let's start off with the craziest game of the weekend. Definitely Alabama against Auburn. The nightmare in Jordan Hare! <laughs> the disaster in the pasture! Oh, this feels so good. I'm, I'm sorry. I know we have to be bipartisan on this podcast, but... When you grow up as an Alabama fan and you just watch them, you just watch Alabama dominate games and Auburn tears their heart out and dominate games and Auburn tears your heart out. Boy, does it feel good to be on the other side of this and be 11-1 and and going to Atlanta, which Auburn does not get to say very often. So, with that being said, what a game. Also... What a terrible performance by Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that may, that may have been the... Bill O'Brien, get out of Alabama. Yeah, bring the moving trucks. Yeah, up to the last two minutes of the game, that was probably, like, the worst performance I personally have ever seen from Alabama. Like, yeah. from the time I started following them. I mean, the whole game, they could not get the offense rolling. I mean, it was all just, like, short passes check and, downs, like, check downs. Yeah, I terrible. mean... There, I mean, and there was also a lot of drops, and it didn't help that Jamison Williams got ejected, ejected for targeting, which I was, think for right Georgia, I don't think he'll be out there for uh, – not. I'm not saying wide receiver. I'm saying for special teams. For Gunner. Yeah, well, but, so, but, uh, but so I, said this, I said this to Jackson in the car. I said, like, yeah, I, I understand, like, why they were playing there because, like, you obviously play the best players. But, like, in a situation like the SEC Championship coming up on Saturday, like, I don't think Jamison so, necessarily – should be playing that. He's normally not the gunner. The only reason he was because we were on our own 40 and we were trying to down it inside the 10, and I'm sure they just have him on to get down there. Problem was, punk gets blocked, he's got to make a play. That's what happens. That's just that's a freak thing you don't prepare for. Like, ideally, you get the punt off, and he catches it on the one, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, first and 10 from Auburn's own one. But, unfortunately, that's the risk you take, and that's what happens. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying if Jamison Williams was there, I mean... That game looks a lot different, and yeah. I'm just saying it also didn't help that the whole game, like, there was a bunch of missed calls from mm-hmm. the refs. Like, it was rough. the one play that stood out was, so like, that one route that Jameson Williams, when he went downfield, yeah. and, like, he was literally getting his jer- jersey tugged, like, the entire How way down. the go route that Jameson runs where he gets tackled before the ball gets there, and the ref just stands there like this? No, yeah, exactly. I, I just, mean, like, a lot of holding calls a, to the refs. I mean, honestly, like, I was, like, the whole game I was expecting Alabama to lose, but, like, I mean, I'm happy they pulled it out, but, like, in all honesty, that that was not a game, like, Alabama should have won. I mean, Bryce Young just comes and saves the day. He is – that man has the clutch team. I will say, to this team's credit, it was probably one of our defense's best performances of yeah. the season. Absolutely. Through four quarters, that was probably the best our defense has looked. I mean, you hold the team to 137 passing yards after a full overtime period. And what is this? Only, yeah, yards. only 22 rushing yards on 40 attempts. With a, de- guy, with a guy named Tank Bigsby who... Yeah. The, defense, mean, the, the defense Alabama, came to win like, this game. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that like, the defense did play well. There's no like saying they didn't. But like they could have played a lot better. I mean, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, Alabama played a team that was that had a quarterback on one leg, basically. I mean, like, that man's ankle was yeah. destroyed, and he was, well, like, yeah. that whole game. And yeah. I'm just saying. I'm well, not, there's a couple things... I'm, that's can... not the reason why they should have, like, played better. But, like, but again... They're, Obviously, I, you know Alabama can win that game in in regulation. I mean, you look back on the on on the um, the uh, roughing the passer call that was oh. atrocious that brings back an interception for Alabama when they would have had the ball you know early in the fourth quarter down seven. Like 
Mm-hmm. There's a, I mean, obviously, I don't want to be the officials guy because I hate that. I hate that excuse. So I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, yeah, they could have played better, but f- the cards that they were dealt, they played pretty well. No, I mean, yeah, that's definitely true. But I mean, I think I, I mean, it was. This also game was like a testament to like how much Alabama's gonna miss. Brian Robinson, like, and how valuable he is to that mm-hmm. offense. I mean, well, I love Trey Sanders, but... But we don't know if Brian Robinson's out for sure. Yeah. But, I I mean, I'm just expecting him not to play. I, I but Trey Sanders is doing yeah. yeah, Trey Sanders is, was doing solid. I mean, yeah. I also, a part of the game I just didn't like, I mean, I mean, as we all know, like, I just don't like the way Bill O'Brien, like, tries to, like, implement an NFL offense. Oh, he's horrible. Team. <laughs> I mean, I I, well, there's no, like, there's no second guessing that. Obviously, he's not that great, but, like, he really needs to, like, dial up, like, a game plan he really wouldn't be comfortable with. Rather, I mean, like, not comfortable with, but, like, something different um, rather than, like, what we've been used to yeah. against Georgia. Like, this defense, like, if we run, like, the same type of offense, like, the predictable offense that we yeah. all know, like, Georgia's going to stop him every down. I think I mean, two notes on the, the offense. It Every time I watch one of these offensive drives, it looks like Bill O'Brien is trying to copy what he saw Alabama do on TV the last four years. Which he just can't this, do. Yeah, this does not feel like Bill O'Brien's offense. This feels like Bill O'Brien's sorry excuse at attempting to replicate in any form the Alabama offense we saw last year. But one thing I mean, we learned against this game is no matter who's calling the plays, no matter who you got out there, if Bryce Young is on that field, you got a chance. I mean, it's tough to like really compare Bill O'Brien to – Arguably the best Sorry, Alabama yeah, yeah, offensive yeah. coordinator to ever walk through Tuscaloosa. Oh, yeah, like, no, I'm, I'm I mean, like anything's gonna be lower than that. But yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, but, Bill O'Brien's offense is nowhere near where like yeah, no, the I'm Alabama just, standard, at least. Here's my thing, though. Right, we look this year, and there's times where Bill O'Brien is. There's a lot of times where Bill O'Brien is the worst offensive caller. I mean, he's got Bryce Young checking at the line about a thousand times. There's screens, this, that, and the other thing, right? Then the back gets up against the wall, right? Alabama has their back up against the wall. They need to score. They need to do something, right? And all of a sudden, Bryce Young is chucking it down the field. Everybody's doing crossing routes and going crazy. And it's like, okay, if you can do that, right, and that little – I understand, like, you're in that desperation. It has to happen. I I know what you're about to say. No, but I don't think you do. But what what is the difference? Like, Alabama's always taking shots on offense, passing the ball. They've always taken shots. They've always taken deep shots very oh. early in the offense. So what is the problem from quarter one to middle of quarter four that we're not seeing where this works and this doesn't? I mean, I, did, I yes, I think, I get your point. Trust me, I do. But I think that's also a testament to Bryce Young calling, like, audibles and telling him where to run. I mean, like, if you, I mean. You think I'm, he's hot routing him? Yeah. Okay. He hot route Mechie for that game winning play. He did? Yeah. I didn't I, see that. I, I remember. Know, I did not know I'm that. pretty sure I saw something like saying like Mechie said something along the lines Mechie of like. went like this, which no, pretty much means ISO. But. No, I mean, yeah, but I'm pretty sure I saw something along the lines of like Mechie telling like the press or something like that Bryce like told him to run a route and he did. So I'm like assuming Bryce hot routed it. Okay. So. Plan, plan for this weekend. Bryce Young it's calling the play. gets to hit Y, nah. and then whatever just, icon he wants to throw to, but uh, whatever he wants to do. That's a I, Madden reference I just hope Bill O'Brien just dials up a completely like new game plan. Yeah. I mean, if we if Alabama beats Georgia, I mean, things are looking really good. Yeah. I, so, 
We'll talk about that when we get to picks. Let's start moving on to some of the other games because there was a bunch of them. All right, Michigan-Ohio State. Crazy. Domination. That was just a game one by Aiden Hutchinson and co. Aiden Hutchinson Aiden is Hutchinson, honestly Hassan one of Haskins. the best. Hassan uh, Haskins, five touchdowns. I mean, yeah, that was <laughs> great too. I mean, it was it's always it's always a great day to see Ohio State lose. Well, I mean, they got exposed. They got exposed on defense. That's exactly what happened. Oh, yeah. And their offense was who's great has a lot of talent. Went up against a formidable defense and didn't do well. And we've been delaying this for a while. I mean, everybody gave Ohio State this, like, pedestal. Even us. Even me. I'll be, I'll be honest. I was one of those people. Just because of the past. But you sit there and you kind of look back at their schedule and it's like, okay. They lost to Oregon, whose defense was pretty good. And they lost that game. Then they play, you know, teams like Purdue, Michigan State, whose defense is awful. Like, Penn State, whose defense is not good. And you're like looking online, you're like, wait a minute, like they didn't really play anyone. And they finally run into the buzzsaw, which has been the Michigan Wolverines this year. I mean, aside from the Michigan State game, which they dominated and just got beat by the better player. Here we are. I mean, now, do I think Michigan's going to have longstanding success within the next week or so? Probably not, but we'll talk about that later. But this was, this was Michigan domination. No, yeah, I mean... Like I said, it was just a game won by the Michigan defense. I mean, like, mm-hmm. this game showed that Michigan is with the elite teams in terms of defensive-wise. I mean, and they can compete with basically anyone. I mean, I don't know about Georgia, but... We'll see. Um, I, yeah, we'll, I mean... It's all going to depend I'm, on this weekend. I mean, I have a soft spot for Michigan because, like, I have family that went there, but I, it's finally nice to see them, like, actually competing and, like, mm-hmm. living up, kind of living up to the hype. But, yeah, I mean, nice to see Ohio State lose. That's all I have to say. I don't, I don't want to sound repetitive. I will say um, this game is weird because, I mean, if you're just looking at the box score, you would think C.J. Stroud played a heck of a game. And I think today he is well behind Bryce Young in mm-hmm. Heisman rankings. I, well, they I, had, I think they he's pretty much the same stat line, right? I mean, Bryce Young had an interception, had a like a, a – Pretty much like a few points worse per completion yeah. percentage. Might have been five ten percent worse. I'd like to see the adjusted completion percentage though. Mm-hmm. But anyway, nope. Ohio State goes down. What? Yeah. Next game we talk about um, NC State North Carolina. That game was kind of crazy. Wild. Absolutely. For wild. NC State to come back and beat them within like two minutes. Yes. Left. Wild. That was crazy. Absolutely wild. It was awesome. It was a heck of a game. Um. Yeah, I mean, North Carolina. Underrated. Right, overrated. I, we said I, that in the beginning. Yeah, I can't believe I thought they were actually going to be, like, somewhat decent, like, this year. God, they still can't do it. <laughs> Not 200 yards on the ground. Oh, my God. Never mind. I lied. They, did they it can't do it with 200 <laughs> yards on the ground. This is a new all-time low for North Carolina. Well, I think I think the one thing that needs to be said, I mean, NC State had a heck of a season. Oh, NC State is a They're good They're in a team, good spot right now. But... There's no way North Carolina should lose this game. No, I, no. It, not in the way that they did. Not with not with the guys they've got on this roster. I mean, because whether you want to admit it or not, I mean, Sam Howell's going to get drafted in the first two rounds. Yeah. he's It's going to happen. I don't think it should, but it's going to. Every single week they've got running backs going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Quickly, I want to touch on Clemson, South Carolina, I just because they talk about just because they game. blew them out real quick. We gotta talk about the Egg Bowl too. And then next game no. is oh. Oklahoma State, no. Oklahoma game. Mm-hmm. game Spencer Sanders, mm-hmm. my man. Nah, Spencer, listen, Spencer Sanders 
is lucky to be the quarterback of that team. Let's just put hey, it that man. way. I don't think I've ever seen an organization implode as fast as Oregon. As <laughs> okay. Oklahoma. That was like the first was... time Oklahoma State beat like Oklahoma what in like seven years? Something like that. Yeah, I mean the Cowboys playing Baylor. Dude they oh, how happy are you, I gotta ask. I'm like I'm happy for my sister. Like I don't whether or not they win, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I care because of my affiliation, not like true fandom. But their defense is nasty. Like their yeah, defense, no, is, their really defense is really, really good. <laughs> like you want to talk about a guy who goes hard, Malcolm Rodriguez. Yeah, two sacks, <laughs> three tackles for a loss, five total sacks or five total tackles. I mean, yeah, you're, you're their defense is good, but I mean, they still gave up 441 yards to Oklahoma. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's still Oklahoma. They, they had three turnovers though. Yeah, and you know, listen, they home field advantage, they get the win. And, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, yeah, Oklahoma's over. done, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State is heading to, heading to Dallas. I feel like every crazy game this year has had a kick return. Mm. I mean, I called that kick return when we were watching it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when the ball went up and he was under it, I was like, oh, this he's is going, going to the it. crib. He saw something, mm-hmm. and then he was gone. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, Oklahoma proving once again they are frauds. Yeah, and an implosion of the program, and, which we'll talk and in part say two. Say goodbye to Lincoln Riley. We'll talk about that in part two. I predicted they'd be the most disappointing team of the season, and they are so much more disappointing than even I would have thought. Panning out purely from <laughs> Feeling like Mr. Crystal Ball with the with maybe the worst pick record. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Thursday night, Thanksgiving night. Egg Bowl. The Egg Woo. Bowl. I mean, Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, ten wins at Ole Miss. How about that? Yeah, I mean, since I mean, listen, as the days go Ole on, Miss I don't has think never he's gone leaving. to Atlanta, and they still haven't yet. But they're they're pretty close this year. Mm-hmm. Will Rogers played a hell of a game though. Yeah, well, but he threw the ball fifty eight <laughs> times. Well, how's well, I don't know what the deal with Mississippi. Like by the yeah, end of this right. year, their quarterbacks' arms are gonna be noodles. Yeah. <laughs> like every game, I feel like I like just like. You're see. gonna be like sitting on your couch and it's like. Will Rogers to get Tommy John surgery before next college football season? It's like really. Or what? Did you guys see the picture of Corral and Lane Kiffin and like the bus or something after the game holding the trophy? I thought that was so sick. Yeah. Yeah. The more I see stuff about Lane Kiffin, the more I like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the more I kind of want him at Tuscaloosa. I, think the, I also think that as the days go on, I think the more likely he is to stay at Ole Miss. I mean, For LSU's now, gone. Yeah. I mean, I think I mean Florida's gone, LSU's gone. I've, those are two big candidacies yeah. I think he could have gone to. But Miami's still up for grabs, I don't think. Bill O'Brien? No. I, I, I want Miami to get good again. I mean, college football's good when Miami's good. I mean, I'm yeah. just going to be honest. But... Egg Bowl, Ole Miss. Winners. I don't think anyone expected anything else. No. Yeah. No. But, yeah. Um, anything else? Any other games? Uh, let me see. Let me take a look. I'm trying to think. Uh, Texas Tech, Baylor came down the wire. I mean, yeah, Baylor. I mean. Texas Tech should have made the field goal, too. <laughs> UTSA finally lost. Yeah, I did see that. Oregon barely beat Oregon. Or, I mean, Oregon barely beat Oregon State. Sorry. They beat them by 11 points. No. Nine points. Nine. Yeah, it was. Still should have been. Yeah, it was closer. No, the fact that LSU beat Texas A&M, that's the game. You knew that was happening. <laughs> Everybody knew that was happening. I should have called that. Yeah, I mean, um, I think we should move on to news. Part two. Yeah, right. yeah let's talk We'll take a little news. break and we'll be right back. WVUA FM, Tuscaloosa.
we're back. Let's get down to business. All right, let's talk about all these coaching changes. Let's start off with LSU picking up Brian Kelly. That's crazy. Listen, I said it when we started talking about this job coming open up, what I say. I said that LSU would run out of big names that they're – their whole fan base would actually like, and then it can't. It would come down to: Are you going to give a guy a shot, or are you going to pick a bad name or a big name that's going to be bad for your program? And I said that they would do that exactly, and they picked up Brian Kelly, what, what which is a terrible hire. In what sense is it bad for the program? Okay, Notice. one, Brian Kelly consistently gets this praise about how he's a great coach for beating teams like Stanford and Navy every year. Congratulations! I could go out and coach Notre Dame to those wins. You could go out and coach Notre Dame to those wins. My sister could go out and coach Notre Dame to those wins. Why? Because they don't play anybody. Go look at Brian Kelly's record against SEC teams. Just because one of them is Vandy, he has one win. Okay. Look at his record in the playoffs. Just gets blown out consistently. Yeah, but he's also going to get better talent at LSU. That's fine. That's, That's highly fine. debatable. That's fine. He can what get all the talent. That's highly Listen, debatable. Listen, he highly can get all the talent that he wants, but he's not a good coach. He's not. So I, I don't. You can. I mean, give who, it. I mean, think about it. Who else could have they hired that would have been a better hire? So I mean, I. That's the thing, right? You, all those names run out. But if I'm in that position where it's hire someone who like, it's Brian Kelly. Yeah, it's a big name. Or do I go with Billy Napier? who they probably should have gone with, considering the guy out-recruited Ordron the last year and got more five-stars to go to Lafayette from LSU. I mean, like, you got to give that guy a chance, and Florida did that. Florida gave the guy who's been working and crushing recruiting for Louisiana, Lafayette, and he brought him in. And that's exactly what they need, because what does Florida need? Recruiting. I mean, LSU doesn't need it as much, but at a certain point, you got to give a guy a chance. I mean, LSU's always going to be attractive, because LSU agree, it's agree. Death Valley. I mean, mm-hmm. but I don't ne- like. I don't necessarily think it's like that terrible of a hire. Like, yeah, well, there could have been better hires out there. I mean, when I say bad hire, I'm I'm talking in LSU and Alabama terms, right? Because yeah. LSU is hired. When you're LSU, you hire for a guy who's going to get you to the national championship. Brian you Kelly ha- does not fit there the way that their program. Like, exactly. he looks nothing like Les Miles yeah, or right. Ed Orchard. Brian, Brian Kelly will come or out. Or even when Nick Saban was Brian, there. Brian Kelly will come out. He'll get you eight wins. He'll get you nine wins. He'll get you to the Fiesta Bowl, the Peach Bowl, wherever you want to be. But Brian Kelly in the playoffs is not going to do anything. Brian Kelly in the SEC is not going to get enough wins to get there. I don't, I don't think, think he's going to have good recruiting He won't there. be. For however long he is at LSU, it'll probably be three, four years. There's four coaches in this league better than him right now. He's not beating what, Nick in, Saban. In the SEC? He's not beating Kiffin. I don't think he'll beat Saban, Kiffin, uh, Kirby. Yeah, I was about to say. Jimbo. He's, be- he's not better than Jimbo. Would you say Leach? I would say that's a toss-up game, depending on how they strategize. No, but I'm... I don't know. I Mark think, Stoops is arguing. I mean, getting well, he might not be Kentucky I mean, next year. I mean, year. if you think about it, Kelly's going to make him good in the trenches. I mean, Agreed. Yeah, no, there's definitely good coming out of this. And that's that's why I want to say, like... I mean, if you just look at it, I mean, I like, say bad all those teams have high, like, ranks, defensive line, offensive line. He yeah. always gets this, I mean, and that's, like, in any, like, terms of football, that's a key to success yeah. in the trenches. Agreed. He's one in the trenches. And, oh, yeah, and I mean... Like, but I... And with the recruits that he's going to get, I mean, I think he could probably... Like a couple seasons, probably of like I'm not saying ten they could wins. Go ten two nine and three. Maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. I think so. I mean, he's going to be a better coach than Ogeron was. But Ogeron was just able, was like the more popular guy and was able to get more recruits. Right, but LSU was looking to get past nine wins, past ten wins. No, I mean, the there wasn't like any coaching, there wasn't like any coach really out there that could have brought him out, brought him to that. Who? Kiffin, Lincoln Riley? Kiffin, Kiffin could have done it. I don't think Lincoln Riley would have fit there, but I didn't think Kiffin could have done Well, Kiffin could have, but Kiffin hasn't left, nor as he said, agree, he wanted to leave. Agree, agree. I mean, yeah, he trolled everyone by posting that picture of the Louisiana license plate, but that never, yeah, there was no, never know, really any real indication of Lane Kiffin I wanting think, to leave. I think Lincoln maybe could have done it. But it, w- it would have Lincoln also do doesn't fit like like you guys said. Lincoln doesn't yeah, fit that LSU. Yeah, he would have had coach. to hire enough people. But who, maybe. But who out there would have fit the LSU coach? I, like only because of the recruiting prowess that Billy Napier has in Louisiana right now. I would say Billy Napier. I mean, Billy Napier could have set up a whole fence around Louisiana and been like, "Yeah, try to recruit here because I'm doing better than everybody right now." I mean, mm-hmm. he is. He was. Lincoln Riley might not fit the Bills much, but you can't tell me he's not a better hire than Brian Kelly. He's definitely got a better shot at beating Saban than Brian Kelly does. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. Well, that's the only reason LSU's hiring a head coach. They're not hiring a head coach to beat Ole Miss. They're not hiring a head coach to beat Mississippi State. I mean, yeah, they're hiring a head coach to beat Alabama. Yeah, that's and the one reason. If you're in the SEC right now, that is your one reason for hiring a coach. The number one priority on your coaching checklist is: Do we think he can beat Saban uh, away at home? And then you start asking all the other questions. Fair enough. I and, just, and I don't I think don't. Brian Brian Kelly does not check that box. No, yeah, I mean, I still Kelly, I still think Brian Kelly's gonna be like a decent. Oh, coach. in a vacuum, this is a pretty good hire. You, you can't really, right. find, that, you can't turn. I mean, it's but a, this it, just it's, feels like a, okay. Let's just say this: it's not, it's not, a, it's not like an absolute boom of hire. It's a safe hire. Yeah, that's it's that's, like a band aid. It, it's like, but that's they're like, like transitioning yeah. to the next guy but who's gonna take. That's that my argument is. Why not? Like, if you're gonna do, because like that's very, it's very clear. This is a band-aid hire, like you're saying. So, so it, no, but that's. Do you my, think Brian Kelly knows it's a band-aid hire? No, no. I'm sure Brian Kelly thinks job. he's gonna beat Saban. But I'm, I'm sorry here's my thing: if you're LSU and you're sitting here and you're like, okay, we're gonna have a band-aid hire, again, I, if you're gonna, if you're planning on being nine and three, ten and two, eight and four, whatever, right? Oh, yeah, and you know yeah. the next guy you're gonna bring in is gonna do that. Why not Billy Napier? The guy recruits better in the area. He's been around the league. Like, for me, it's like, if you know you're not going to do very well and you're planning on not doing very well, why not give a guy like that a chance who's already shown his prowess in the state that you're in instead of a guy who's consistently beaten mediocre teams and has inched his way in the playoffs twice? No, that's that's a good point. I mean, like, obviously you could conversely say, like, oh, Brian Kelly has the better experience and the higher jobs, which is fine. Rich is fine. But it, for me, if I'm if I'm LSU and I'm sitting here and I'm like, yeah, we don't really, I'm not really confident in the guy we're gonna bring in. You know, we're we're kind of just waiting for the next cycle. It's like, why not bring a guy like that in? Because you know you can get talent from him, and he can at least set you up for the next guy with enough talent to do but something. He, but no, but I still think Brian Kelly can can be just that. He does set you up for the next guy. You know, I mean, like that. Sure. But it's in a different way. If you're if you're LSU, you're hiring a coach in that sense. I think Billy. I'm not Billy. Nick, I still think that Kelly's probably the best hire. If if it's just a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Well, the, well, we're saying that that must be their goal with yeah. this hire because I I mean if you want to be no, saving, there's, I, there's I, I in no way that, does any university just when they have to look for a head coach just go say. This guy's just gonna be our bridge to the next great. Well, coach. then I don't understand. I mean, look, I know Riley. It doesn't fit the LSU coach. You know, cliche the the type, but he's the only coach who is available aside from 
you could argue Napier if he got I mean, some crazy recruiting classes. I, I know but, he hasn't done very well the past few years, but like James Franklin should have been on that list for sure. Well, I mean, J- the dude had success at Vandy. They took him to two nine-win seasons. There's just better options Vandy. for for trying to beat Alabama, I think. Yeah, well, By the way, that's I mean, also the problem. We're not going to talk about Lincoln Riley being a conference dodge. In well, he is. Team, he but, is. But. Let's get to that. So Lincoln Riley goes to USC. I, I mean, love it. He's just dodging. He's just dodging the competition. I mean, he he, I also think Lincoln Riley's just. I mean, that's also a great opportunity for him. He's just gonna steal every California. Recruit. Oh yeah, and then he's gonna go to the pros in like three years. From the perspective of Lincoln Riley, this is the most, you know, tail between your legs, walk of shame move. This is this one of the sorriest moves a head coach has ever made. This is a sad, sad move. It's the perfect move if you're USC. Lincoln Riley, he's West Coast, he's California, he's sunglasses, he is he he's is going to get every that. recruit in that state. He looks like he belongs in California. He just looks like a Cali kid. Yeah. I like he's I I really think like you said, he is going to dominate recruiting well, in mean, that state. There's just a lot of controversy right now. I mean, with him lying to the players, like eh, whatever, that's that happens. Uh the whole DB coach for Oklahoma recruiting kids for right. USC, still working for Oklahoma. Don't really know how that's going to pan out. Very confused about that. So there's a lot to come from this job. Did you see the D-lineman, what, what happened? Like, Lincoln Riley's, like, uh, press conference came out, and he was like, we're going to make this, like, the mecca of college football yeah. in, mm-hmm. in Cali. And the, the kid, like, the um, – what's his name? I don't he even know his name. But he, he – yeah, one of the old linemen was like, yeah, he said that to us last week before the Oklahoma State game. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm. I'm just. I'm really excited to see him there. I think that. I mean. I think it's a good fit for him. It's a good fit for him. It's a good fit for the school. I mean. Yeah. I don't I know mean, how much success they're gonna it. have. It's not but like. It, it is a good fit for him, and it's like, in theory, how much worse is it than Oklahoma? Like, no, it's not. A, like. I mean, being the, in Southern California, he's good. I think he'll get better recruits than he would have gotten at Oklahoma well, really, for sure. Yeah. Really, the the big winner here is the Pac-12. Because you arguably have just made yourself a playoff contender for the next few years, especially especially if the playoffs expand. Yeah. You're getting it every year. How far USC. do you think USC is going to be from actually competing? Do you think it'll be like three or four years? Because I mean, from like, competing I think for it's a national be, championship or getting to the playoffs. Well, I'll say getting to the playoffs, but I think before next you even year. answer it, I'm going to say it's going to be probably a lot like the Jimbo situation. He's, t- he's going to take it over. Jimbo took over an A&M program that had no identity. Same thing as USC, and it took him like three or four years to get him to relevancy. Yeah, so I, th- I think in three or four years there'll be NFL teams knocking on this guy's door. Mm-hmm. He just has to get nine wins a season for three years. Like NFL teams, are I don't think I don't think guy. they'll be competing as soon as next year. Though. I think they no, can get no, to the I, Why, really? Well, I, I, don't, like, I don't know if they'll be able to go. All you gotta do is like, go undefeated in the Pac-12, and you're gonna get in. Yeah, but I, I mean, next year because hypothetically. Like, let's assume, you know, it's a normal world. Let's assume we wake up tomorrow and the sun is still turning, the sky is still blue. Alabama and Georgia are making the playoffs next year. Mm, we'll see. From there, I I mean, granted, it's a toss-up, but I like Michigan's odds. Well, I, we can't I, even do this because the transfer portal, portal has Well, wherever Spencer Rattler yet. goes, they're going to try and argue as a no. top Spencer four Rattler playoff might school. Like SMU or something like that, but he ain't going oh, anywhere. Oh, he might. Like, um, if he went to SMU, he might look like a decent quarterback. So I, that's a good hire. USC, good job. Like whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, a little. I think one of the better hires in the SEC is 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 Billy is Napier uh, to Florida. 
simply because Florida's problem is they can't recruit. So what do you do? You go out and find a guy who's been recruiting at a small school really, really well. Billy I Napier's think the, the way answer. you describe the Napier for LSU fits better for the Gators. I would agree. I would agree. I right. think you're right. Um, my my argument with Napier for LSU is simply the he's already been in the area. If you're going to give a guy a shot, you got to give, you know, I don't understand why you don't give him a shot. But I, I see your side of the argument. I get it. Mm-hmm. And I think you're exactly right. I mean, the same argument goes for right. Florida and goes <laughs> in perfectly. I know I'm right. Shut up. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. But yeah, I, I, I think, think it. I, I mean, I think it'll be good. But like, I think this will just be like, just like LSU, just like another bridge to the great next great Who knows? Gators. Because, but I think he, he, maybe he could make a name for himself. I think he definitely could. I think he has a better chance in Florida than he would. In, uh, yeah. I mean, like that's the de- that part's debatable. If we're talking like, if you're telling me like two years from now, right? Billy's finally got his guys in. You know, all the this whole class from Georgia has cycled out. All right, let Maybe. me ask you this. Who's better in two years, LSU with Kelly or Napier in Florida? Oh, Florida. Probably Florida just because they're on the east. Definitely Florida. And if we're measuring by wins, Kelly's not going to get as many as Billy Napier will. Okay. Because B- Billy Napier is going to go out and he's going to beat Tennessee. He's going to go out and he's going to beat, you know, like Vandy, South Carolina, those teams, right? Kentucky, toss-up, whatever. But if you're Brian Kelly, the first year in the league, you got to play Lane Kiffin. Jimbo Fisher, Nick, Nick Saban, Saban. <laughs> and then you got to go play Billy Napier at some point because that's their their cross conference. They're the cross conference rival. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's a good hire. Yeah. I I, I don't want to keep repeating it, but Napier the Gators. What else was there? I mean, Mel Tucker got. Paid. Yeah, but we, uh, I mean, that was Did expected. We know that last week? I yeah. think we hit on that last week. I mean. We don't know where Lane's gonna go. He I mean, go. the only option at this point is Miami. Or I mean, Oklahoma. what if he took the Oklahoma job? No, that, I I, t- I texted you guys and Janae's on like, that with me. I'm just that's that's how Ed Orgeron gets back in the SEC. He signs with Oklahoma, becomes the new coach of Oklahoma with his non-SEC clause. I prior really, to them leaving and buying out of their contract to get into the SEC, so all that Oklahoma. is. I I also that's think Oklahoma thing. is like the I think. Oklahoma is like the textbook definition of a Lane Kiffin team. Oh, they're team. done. I, I, I don't think they will get a good hire. Well, I think. You don't, no, you don't think anyone's going to go to Oklahoma? I, th- I mean. Well, I think there's wrong. a better chance that Bob Stoops coaches the Oklahoma Sooners next year than a better coach than that. That's fair. Well, I mean, I think Oklahoma will hire a coach based upon But who do you think is going to take the Miami job? Do you think it's going to be some small, know. small. Uh, Bill O'Brien? I don't know. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I think all of the Alabama fans would love that. But yeah, if we beat Georgia, I will drive to. If we beat Georgia, we put up another good hire. I hope he can ride the passenger. I'll make sure I have the little hand sanitizer. I'll need anything, Mister O'Brien. Are you sure you're comfortable? You want to stop me and some Chick Fil A? I change the Chick Fil A. I change the AC. Can I offer you a bottle of water? He, I will personally drive him out of town. But I think we're gonna get into this in predictions. But I also think a really good hire that's under the radar was Penn State's uh, defensive coordinator went to Virginia Tech. I did like mm-hmm. that a lot. I think that's a really good hire. I mean, Virginia Tech. Oh, I mean, usually from what I've been, what I've known, I mean, I never known them as a really defensive team. And I think, I for, what's his name again? I don't even know. I don't even know either. <laughs> but we know he's a good defensive coordinator. Yeah. I, I I thought that was smart. I think Virginia Tech needs to go defensively but again. I think we're all sad to see Bill O'Brien not going to Virginia Tech. That's what we really mm-hmm. love to see. Sorry, Bill. We don't want you here. Yeah. Um, what else? Heisman right, race. Let's get I think, into it real quick. Heisman race. Yeah. Everybody knows who the front runner is. I mean, is yeah, Bryce. it's Bryce. But 
Okay, s- since Corbett. we since we all know it's Bryce Young as the obvious front runner, let's just say Corbett. who the back the front runner is because that is definitely Bryce. Bryce is the front runner. No, not the front runner. I mean the f- front runner for runner up. Mm-hmm. There we go. Ole Miss Corbett. Would you? S- no. 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 Mackerel's out. Why no, it's Mike still. I would still like say this. it's. I would still say it's C.J. Stroud, C. but it's Stroud. definitely up for contention now. No, no. Here's my thing. Aiden Hutchinson found his way on this list somehow, uh, according to a lot of sports books. Where is Will Anderson? Yeah, if Hutchinson's making it if after Aiden one Hutchinson, Ohio State game. Aiden Hutchinson, whose stats are so much lower than Will Anderson's. I mean, he's got like what ten sacks on the year. Will Anderson is fifteen and a half. So where, where is Will Anderson? And it's ridiculous to me because the slander. This is the this is the Bama fatigue. This is, is the Bama fatigue. It hundred percent of Bama fatigue. Because last year there were three, and everybody was like, "Oh, there can't be three three players from the same school." Well, they were pretty good enough to do that. Yeah. And it's just like, and now this year it's like, "Oh well, Bama player won last year, and Bryce Young's not doing too well. Well, he outplayed C.J. Stroud the last three weeks, so I don't really know what you want to say about that." And then, oh, well, Aiden Hutchinson's in there, but not Will Anderson. Well, Will Anderson's been put out playing pretty much every other college athlete in the country right now. So, I... I mean, the, I, he, might, he might be I one of the best. Like, he's one of the, he, I think he's the best edge rusher in college football with, with Thibodeau out. Yeah, I mean... Well, like, no, it's know. Aiden Hutchinson. I think Aiden Hutchinson could go first overall in the NFL draft. He's projected I, right now. Mm, no, really? It's still, I, no, it's definitely still Thibodeau. The CBS one I saw yesterday. All right, all right, Who listens to right, CBS? No, they CBS. said Emmanuel yeah, Cookie was a deep they plus. Said they didn't have Micah Parsons in their top ten rookies list for, like, the four weeks where he got, like, six sacks, so they don't count. Um... I, I hate CBS. They're despicable. That is so wrong. That could We're never be wrong. Talking to you, Gary Danielson. I think <laughs> I think Hutchinson's name has like just started being stated in any form of like a book before twentieth, before number twenty in the first round. Like no way. Yeah, I just I don't. I, dude, so, an NFL team's gonna take Will Anderson in the top ten if he declares. He could declare right now. Well, Anderson he can't go until next yeah, year. Yeah, he can't go next year. Until next year. We still don't have those rules. Dude, that's look about this. Bryce, sophomore. I keep thinking. I'm Will thinking, Anderson, that's sophomore. I keep thinking about Baker, who scored, who scored the game time and touchdown. Freshman. All these guys. Jordan Bell, Dude, sophomore. Malachi Moore, sophomore. And that freshman, the, that receiver caught he, he was heavy, he was big. These kids can't oh, even wait. go to the draft Wait, wait, wait. One note, something we didn't discuss. What, what, what Do you think there's a chance for Urban Meyer to Notre Dame? Yes. Nope. Uh, yes. 100%. Uh, like, book it now. No. He said yeah, no. Yeah, you said book it care. to Urban to USC. Yeah, but I really mean book it to this one. Oh, no. Ever, we've talked about this for years. Like, everybody's like, oh, once that Notre Dame, like, Urban Meyer has said it himself. If Notre Dame comes open, I'd be severely interested in that job. I don't care what he said in his press conference, what his agent said this week about, oh, like, we're thinking about it, but we're really committed to the Jaguars. No, you're not. Everybody knows, like, I don't want to hear anybody say that they trust that Urban Meyer is committed to anything because if history has taught us anything, he's not. He's not. He's not his brain anything. might start hurting at the end of this NFL season. He's got to go to a special hospital in South Bend, mm-hmm. okay? But, like... He's on that list tenfold. Who, but realistically, who do you think could end up there? Because that Bill is a new. Brian. I'm gonna just say it for everyone. Stop <laughs> saying. Give a give a realistic. I, I really don't know because I'm like I'm not really sure who's out there that could hold the, the Notre Dame like prestige that the the, the board is mm. going to have to try to find. And I don't I I really I don't think they're gonna be able to get Urban away. Yeah. So I don't I don't know who's gonna go in that job. Um, mm-hmm. 
it, so. it's it's I don't know. Yeah, well, I, th- I think even Urban knows if he's out now, he's he's not getting another shot. Yeah. The fact that the Jaguars are even willing to stick with him for another year is ridiculous. But I think he's gonna ride it out as long as he can. Pray to God, Trevor Lawrence is paying man. out, yeah. Um, all right. Final playoff four predictions. Final four. Oh boy. Uh, well, depending Georgia. on how this week goes. Well, I'm in projecting in no up. order. Georgia, Alabama. Okay. Uh, Actually, I want it in order, please. In order, <laughs> please. Alabama. Okay. Michigan. Really. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. Georgia. Okay. I think I don't want to say it, but Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. That's okay. it. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Michigan. Three, Cincinnati. Four, Georgia. So you're having Alabama and Georgia play again two weeks later. Yeah, okay. they're gonna hard. have to. I like that. I have Alabama one, Georgia two. Oh, no. Oklahoma State 3. I, was gonna, I knew it was coming. Cincinnati 4. Actually, no, flip those. Oklahoma State 4, Cincinnati 3. I can get down with that. So, and here's my thing. Here's my argument with that, just before everybody gets mad. Alabama beats Georgia. That's fine. I think Georgia stays in. Mm-hmm. I like think you got to put Cincinnati if they're like I think undefeated. if Cincinnati's undefeated, they'll get in at some point. I think if Michigan loses, which I think they might. I think they might. If Michigan loses, then it comes down to a one-loss Notre Dame, one-loss Oklahoma State, who would theoretically be the Big 12 champions, and I think you'd have to award the conference champion over the non-conference champion. And I think it would be Alabama against Oklahoma State, which the Mraz household would implode, and um, Cincinnati versus Georgia. Mm -hmm. I think everybody's on the right track here. I think it's going to be Alabama 1, Georgia 2, just because even with the loss against Alabama, I don't – we haven't seen anywhere near enough evidence to put them below any other team. Um, I think Michigan loses and they are out completely. Then I think it's Notre Dame three and Cincinnati four. I think Oklahoma State misses it twelve and one. I also have really? one more thing. I think I think they just because the even after the commissioner said that Brian Kelly leaving affects Notre Dame's playoff chances. I mean, but if oh, that's actually a fair. I mean, if they win again and it's 12-1 and one Notre Dame, I can't see the committee well, Notre not, Dame doesn't like, play any more games. They don't play again? No, because they're not in a conference. They're not making it. Right. So I'm changing that, my ranking. Alabama 1, Georgia 2. That's why argument. You beat, like... Cincinnati Oklahoma 3, State, Oklahoma State 4. Oklahoma State goes that's to an interesting number 9, four. Baylor. Like. Well, I think, I, I think... Look, Cincinnati fans have been complaining for the last, what, two mm-hmm. months? They've been hooting and hollering that they're undefeated. They're gonna have to end if they're the no. last undefeated team left. They're you gotta put Notre them in. Dame needs Notre Dame needs two losses and they need to be Michigan and Cincinnati to get in. Because mm. I don't think because yeah. Al- I don't think Alabama losing does it because Georgia would stay and let's say everybody else wins out, Oklahoma State would get in over them in that sense. Yeah. Right, but if Alabama wins, right, so it's Alabama Georgia. You need Cincinnati and Michigan to lose, so you and Oklahoma State can get in. Because I think Oklahoma State gets in over them. Oh, and there's no, I, yeah, there's. I, there's I mean, Oklahoma no State's sitting at five. Yeah, but I just, I, I can't trust Cincinnati, Michigan, and Oklahoma. I can't trust one of them or more to lose. Mm. Yeah. So. Sorry, Notre Dame. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So. That's a shame. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back with our picks. We're picking every conference. Champion. 
WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Let's get straight to the picks. All right, first game we have Western Kentucky against UTSA. Hmm. I'm taking UTSA. I'm taking Western Kentucky. Okay. My friend plays for them. Um, I'll take I'll take UTSA. Dude, the way they you got stomped say, thought, last I, week. I thought you were about to say UCLA for a second. <laughs> the way they um, got stomped enough. last week. Are you crazy? And they were supposed to lose to UAB too. I like Western Kentucky here. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Okay. Let's get into the okay. real conference championships well, now. Oregon, Utah. I'm taking I, I, in the rematch. I low-key want to say Utah again. Oregon. But I think Oregon's going to get the, its revenge. Yes, Oregon's coming for revenge. Yeah, I like Oregon to get the win here. Tough to beat a team two times in one year, but Utah's going to do it. Okay. I just think Utah's better. I would just do. Next game we have Baylor, Oklahoma State. I'm taking Oklahoma State with confidence. Both Same. of these teams I'm have been struggling. What? What do you mean? <laughs> Oklahoma State's been just rolling down the no, line. No, yeah, Oklahoma State is really. No, they've hot. like escaped some close games, like against Oklahoma. Oklahoma, oh, Oklahoma State okay. was losing a little bit. No, but I still. They think... actually didn't trail. But that game you just basically. said the opposite of what you just said for the Oregon Utah. You said you don't think a team can beat. It's been two times in one year. I actually said it's tough to beat a team two times in one year and then took the team that already won that matchup. This game has defensive matchup written all over it. Yeah, and if you're playing a defensive matchup, give me Rodriguez and the boys Mm -hmm. in black and orange. Yeah, for the same reasons, I'm with you. Yeah, the Oklahoma State story is coming along just fine. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to stop So are you taking Baylor? I know you're taking Baylor. You always take Baylor. Yeah, I mean, come on. Baylor's Just say sick of bears good. and let's get on. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to go with Oklahoma State Cowboys. Oh, peer pressure. Peer pressure. <laughs> no. Yes, it is. Okay. 100% peer pressure. You guys don't peer Kent State, Northern Illinois. Bless you. I got Kent State. Bless you. Know nothing Bless about you. either team, Thank but you. give me Kent State. Mm-hmm. Kent State. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take uh, Kent State. Why not, man? Give me Nick Saban's alma mater. Yeah, Ooh. that's right. All right. Utah State, San Diego State. San, San Diego, Diego State. State. Yeah, that's, that's probably State. correct. Really? And I, do not give me I gotta play catch up. Do, do not give me Appalachian State because I will never pick them. Really? Louisiana, never. Lafayette, right, so and Raging Cajuns yeah, are going to win. Yeah, Louisiana, Lafayette, and Appalachian State. Oh, Sounds like I'm picking Appalachian State. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Oh give me Louisiana. Long neck, ice cold beer. Luke Combs went there. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I know. I've never listened to a Luke Combs song. You're disrespectful. Um, I was in the top .01 listeners in America for <laughs> Luke Combs this year, so deal with it. Look at you. I know. Mr. Country. All right. Number four, you. Cincinnati against <laughs> number 21, Houston. I have... Houston, we have a problem. Go Cougs. Yeah, I also have Go Houston. Cougs. I have the Cougars. Dude, listen. Cincinnati's good. They're good. They're good. They're wow. good. They struggle sometimes. They're good. Are they really but good? But the yes, story really is good. ending here. Group ever of five since, is just not getting into the playoffs. Yeah, no sarcasm. No, no sarcasm. Ever since they lost their first game, they've been on a roll since. Houston, yeah. They beat SMU when they ranked when SMU was on the high I, ju- I just think Cincinnati's too all around of a team for a team like Houston to no. overcome, honestly. That's I fair. think Cincinnati's just going to cruise. It's what I think Cincinnati could honestly, like, 
I feel like you guys forget the times yeah. when I, Houston it, beat UT like two years ago. If Cincinnati gets it, well, like first of all, let's ago. let's just look at Texas and realize that no, that's not hard. Um, still. We're back. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. Uh, but no, yeah, if Cincinnati wins, I think they're in. No, I, I'm I'm taking Cincinnati. I don't see I don't see them losing. What? Mm-hmm. No, the Jackson is knew it. knew it. Jackson's looking for something. I am looking for something. Uh, oh my God! You want Cincinnati to win because you want to play them. Is that correct? Is that no? It's because just... we're gonna play. It's because we're gonna play Georgia again in the national championship. In the national yeah. championship. And Who cares? Aware. Make well, your pick. I gotta, I gotta do the math. Okay, well, Cincinnati or Houston, bud? No, Cincinnati's winning. Okay. Next. Next game, number two, Michigan is against number 13, Iowa. Michigan for sure. Michigan by like 20. Go big blue, go blue. I got Iowa. I also have Iowa. Michigan is going to Iowa's going to fold so hard, it's not even funny. Like, nope. Michigan's think gonna, Iowa's winning. You're crazy. Michigan's going to trot out on this field as the second seed, probably the happiest. Just for Ohio been, State to sneak back into like, the playoff. No, Big Ten's out. No, just for yeah, just for them to walk smack dab into the wall of Iowa and, and you know. Bro, this is just know, like fine. last year. Like everybody was like, Ohio State, they're gonna murder Northwestern. Mo- Northwestern was winning that game. Probably should have won that game on an arguable call. True. Next game. Justin Fields threw Wait, five interceptions. Yes, did. Did, we, did we all pick Big Blue? Bo- no, no, we got us Iowa. two, Michigan, us, them two, Iowa. I got Iowa. The same Pay thing's going to happen. Number 15, <laughs> Pittsburgh against number 16, Wake Forest. This is the biggest who cares yeah. conference championship ever, but I have Pitt. Yeah, I, I will always bet Better quarterback. Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Kenny Pickett's going to pick apart that defense. Ooh, okay. okay. Right. I like that. Right. Kind of weird, but okay. Uh, <laughs> um, weird flex. But I think I also have to... Be on the side of Pitt to, uh, in this matchup. I already said Pitt. Wake Forest has. Yeah, yeah. You did not say Pitt. Oh, you didn't yes, say I did. Until now. Yeah. Wait, no. When he said Pitt, I said Pitt also. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we got Next USC game. California to make up game. California. COVID, so. Woo! California. Yeah. California. I got Cal. I got USC, man. Hyped. Oh drinking gosh. the Lincoln Riley Kool Aid. They're That's ready to get started on the right foot. Lincoln Riley's not coaching. So oh, he is not coaching, but he Why will would he be, be watching. coaching. All right, and now the game that's the most implication, the most attention. It's the most important game of the year so far. I it's will not be there the on Saturday so supporting the Tide with pleasure. Well, let's break it down. Um, break it down for us, Brandon. Undefe- undefeated Georgia coming into Atlanta, basically their backyard. Alabama, one loss going into um, what has been the, the building that they have dominated in the past Brian 14 Denny. years. Um, Georgia coming in with everything to gain, nothing to lose. Alabama, no wait, Alabama with everything to lose and everything to gain. Um, one side stands a Heisman candidate quarterback. The other side stands arguably the best de- defense in the last 10 years of college football. What else could you want? Oh, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, assistant, assistant going for the master. It's going to be one hell of a game. <sighs> SEC championship? I, like, what else do you want? I don't know. I'm really scared for this game because uh, yeah. in just the terms of, like, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. This, game, this game can go a multitude of ways. I mean, but ultimately, well, well for this game, we have to give our score prediction like we always have. I really don't want to do that. No, 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 we are. Yeah. We are. 
because it's part of the show. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say that this game is going to be a dogfight to the end. Oh, really? Dog yes. <laughs> but that, no pun intended. Um, it's going to be a battle of Bryce Young versus that Georgia defense. That's going to be the story of that game. And I think the Alabama Crimson Tide are going to come out on top 27 to 20. Ooh. I have Alabama winning 17 to 10. Ooh, if it's like 17 to 10, I find it hard to believe that we won the football game. <laughs> but I don't yeah. hate it. Um, I just think if it's a defensive battle. If it's, it's a high-scoring game, Alabama wins. If it's a really low-scoring game, Georgia wins. Listen, I, I, I'm i picking Alabama. I'm going to give my score prediction because I think this is the only scenario in which they win. Um, this is going to be a fight. This is going to be one of the hardest games that this team has played all year. This is going to be – this is the first time in forever that Alabama isn't favored. They're going into the lion's den in Atlanta. It's going to be tough. This is going to be hard. This is a game that fans of Alabama, you know, the, the pretentious fans that Saban has talked about, need to prepare themselves to lose. That being said – you have everything on the line. Yes. Everything is in your control. Everything is in front of you. And if you're a player right now, you have to be sitting there and understand that there's no tomorrow after this game. There's only this game. Right now, if you're sitting in the locker room, you're sitting at practice, obviously there is a tomorrow. Let's For all the people out there, obviously this doesn't like life or death. But in the sense of football, there is no tomorrow after this game. There's only this game. That's true. Win or go home. It's win or go home in the highest rate. And there's so much to win. The SEC championship, a playoff berth, a Heisman t- trophy. There's everything to win in this game, and you have to be absolutely ready for anything. Now, yeah. with that being said, they found ways to win. And I will say, Alabama wins this game 31-28. to 28. I like it. Okay. That's a good – I like that. One thing I can't wrap my head around is Georgia's offense mm-hmm. because – we uh, don't get it twisted. The Alabama Crimson Tide is the most high-powered offense they're going to face all year, and that's working in spite of our offensive coordinator. Georgia's defense is historically great. They are Very scary good. good. Very good. Their offense is mediocre, mm-hmm. average. That's in Bennett. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's good. I would. I don't. I don't know if anybody says Georgia is a good offense. They have a manageable offense. They have a. It's okay. I, I wouldn't say it's bad, okay. but it's it's, it's definitely bad, look. Like, it's not losing you games, but it, it it's not winning you games. Yeah. Alabama's offense is has so <laughs> so so much closer to Georgia's defense than their offense is to our defense. I, I mean, I think Alabama matches up with Georgia pretty well. I mean, Georgia's scariest player is their defensive tackle. Just throw the ball to the uh, number one and what number five receivers in college football. Granted, you have to establish the run game, but I think Alabama has the chance to run away with this one. I don't think they'll blow them out by three touchdowns. I think that's asking way too much, but I definitely think they could win by ten. You know, I think if, the, if they things win fall by 10, right. If they win by ten, oh boy. that's it. Think of something that, that I'm like acceptable to put on them. I'll put on record. If Alabama wins by ten. That city of Atlanta is going to explode. It's, it's going to burst. 
But I I do tears think... Of ha- and tears of joy and happiness. If uh, no, tears of if sadness and happiness. If Eleanor wins by 10, I will be unbearable on the next <laughs> yeah. Like Like, arguably turn the episode off. Well, this this because is truly... it's going to be just an absolute party it's, on this show. <laughs> this, that is true. The sentiment you said before, Brandon, is so, so true. There's everything's on the line. Bryce Young's Heisman is totally dependent on this game. I, and Georgia's going to come in... And try and like George is gonna give it your all, right? Oh, they, it's, it's this, an SEC they're gonna. But if they we're talking haven't played like, a team as hard as got, they're gonna play it. Who's got something on the line versus like Georgia loses this game even by 10, 17, they're in. They're in. They're in. They're absolutely. In. Alabama loses this game, they're not getting it. Very true. I think it depends. They're not getting. I it. think if it comes down to like the very last play, like <laughs> if it's ten to seventeen, Alabama's on the goal line, and I don't know a Brian Robinson. Oh, no, uh, a John Mechie uh, wide receiver screen, and he's, like, inches short of the goal line. I don't I don't think putting Alabama out of the college football playoffs is really smart because Georgia would beat both teams they face by 40. I'm laughing right now because today, actually, I think today. Or what, the kick six? That mm-hmm. was yesterday. Yeah, the that's six. the second greatest ending to the Iron Bowl. Facts. Yeah. It is now. Yeah, Facts. second now. Yeah, definitely. Actually, you know what? I'm going to double down on this take. I know we haven't recorded basketball yet. We're going to do that on Thursday. <laughs> but Alabama football wins 31-28 on Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Alabama basketball walks into Seattle and beats Gonzaga 92-75. to What? <laughs> no way. Oh yes. Gosh. No way. Yes. Uh, and that... Yes. On that note, you are Dude, crazy. We'll talk about, we'll you need to be admitted to a that's mental a, hospital. Listen, that's, oh that's a little preview into Thursday's episode of Bama Baseline, but I'll tell you exactly why when you when you listen to that show. No, Regardless. but I was laughing because what just popped up was the that play in the overtime in the national championship against Georgia. Oh, second and 26? Um, yeah, there. second and 26. Awesome. So it was just funny that we were talking about that at the Do same I? time because that's what's going to happen. You know, where, you, know, we, you know the student section for Alabama is sitting in that end zone, right? Yeah. Ooh. Regardless. That's where, that's where we'll be sitting. Bryce Young's throwing four touchdowns, no picks, 350 yards. Alabama wins 35-20. Georgia misses points. a field goal. Yeah. I can see that. No, and on that Georgia note, either misses an extra point or kicks two field goals instead of scoring three touchdowns. And on that note, we will see you Saturday. After the Alabama afternoon. win. All right. Oh, well, yeah. We'll see you on the show the following Wednesday. The following Wednesday. All right, we thank you guys for for listening. This has been the 4th and Gold Podcast. I'm your host, Janae Lazenby. I'm Zach Yates. I am Jackson Bing Bong DeLulo. Roll Tide. WVUA-FM, Tuscaloosa.